We're going to talk about devotion tonight. The devotion. Everybody know what the word, I mean, you hear devotion when people say prepare devotion or, you know, doing your daily devotions. But devotion has a, it means a little bit more than that, right? Devotion means love, loyalty, or enthusiasm for a person, activity, or cause. Right? That's what devotion means. Devotion is love, loyalty, or enthusiasm for a person, activity, or cause. It comes from the word devote. Right? It's, it's from the word devote. Now, devote's just a little bit different. Right? It's, it, to commit by a solemn act. Or to give over or direct, such as time, money, effort, etc., to a cause, enterprise, or activity. Right? So, devotion is going to be kind of the key word tonight. Some of the synonyms for devote for devotion dedicate consecrate hallow right these words all kind of mean to set apart for special and often higher end right so devotion is kind of that in that same deal right where you're devoted to things people people are devoted they have devotion or towards things or are devoted to things in our everyday lives, right? We we get devoted to our jobs, right? It's how we it's how we provide for ourselves. It's how we make a living. It's how we provide for our families. And, and sometimes people get very devoted to their jobs. I mean, it it takes over everything, right? Their job is up there at the top. That's how devoted they are to it. Pro athletes, college athletes, even college, not even necessarily just pro, but once you get past high school and you go to college, if you're going to be an athlete in college, you have to devote a ton of time to being that athlete. Number of number of people that I've known that went to play college ball, they said once they got there, that was their life. There wasn't a whole lot else they could do except prepare and train for that sport. They had to devote all that time and energy towards getting themselves to where they could compete for the organization they were in. Right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with being devoted to your job. You're You're a better employee. You're a better worker. You do a better job when you are devoted to your job when you are invested in it, right? Love, loyalty, or enthusiasm for a person, activity, or cause. That's what devotion is, right? We can be devoted to all kinds of activities. Me and Kim, we're devoted to reading a lot, right? I know she likes to read, and she knows I like to read. We read. I read books all the time. I've always got an extra book that I'm reading. Right? That, that's just something I like to do. So I devote time to that. Yeah. I, I, I go to the library. They, they got books for me all the time because I keep books on order because I want to read. I like to read. And so I devote time to doing that. Playing golf. 
right? Me and Russell, sometimes we get to devote some time to playing golf. Not always, because that's way down on the list, right? So you set up priorities with your devotions, too. There's, there's lots of things that I'm devoted to. Some of them aren't near as important as others. And that's where a lot of what we're going to get to tonight has to do with. Uh, in, in 1 Peter chapter 2, it's not a, not, our main scripture is going to be in Romans tonight, but 1 Peter chapter 2, chapter two verse 9 and 10. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. To be set apart, right? That's part of that's kind of a synonym for devotion. God has devoted time and effort to us. Right? Think of the devotion He had towards us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's that's devotion. That's that love, that loyalty that God has towards us. Right? God has immense devotion. Us. We are his creation. He created us to be like him in his image. Right? He has devoted all this to us. Devoted all that time. He took six days. He created time and then took six days to create everything so that we would have something to live in, a place to inhabit. Right? He devoted that. Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy said he's gonna he's gonna tell us a little bit. He's talking to Israel, right? But he's gonna talk a little bit about devotion. Deuteronomy chapter six, verse four. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them upon your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road. When you lie down when you get up, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. God tells Israel, you need to devote all of you to me. That's what he says. Love God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. There ain't a whole lot left. Right? I mean, think about it. Right? 
That's how we are to love God. Devotion is love. Loyalty or enthusiasm for people or cause or an activity. God, in this statement to Israel, tells Israel, you need to devote, you need to have a devotion towards me with everything that you are. In so much that you need to write it upon your hearts, talk, impress it upon your children, talk about it everywhere you are, wherever you go, all the time. I need to be at the foremost front of your thoughts every day. When you go in your house, when you walk into your yard, it needs to be there. You need to have it where you can think about me. Right? That's what God is saying to Israel. One more scripture before we get to Romans. Mark chapter 12. Now we're going to read basically the same thing as I just read. But Jesus is talking right in the New Testament now. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus, oh, Matthew chapter 12, verse 28, in case I forgot to say that. Sorry, got a little ahead of myself there. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating, noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer. He asked him, of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Love thy neighbor as your, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Pay attention to what Jesus did there, right? Remember what we just read? Jesus added something in there, right? He, put, he added something. It didn't change anything, right? God, it means the same, but Jesus didn't want anything left out right there. He added the word with all your mind. Not just your heart, your soul, and your strength. Jesus says, and all your mind. There's nothing in there, right? There's nothing left. Everything should be focused on loving God, loving Jesus, right? All of that. All your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. To do that takes devotion. You have to devote time and effort to accomplish this, right? It doesn't, but what Brother Terry said up here right before service is still true. We didn't do anything. We can't do anything, right? Jesus paid it all. There's nothing we can do, but we should still do this, right? Because of what he did. And that's where we're going to get to in Romans chapter 12. Very familiar scripture, right? Very familiar scripture. <clears throat> remember, we're talking about devotion, being devoted to God. Listen to what Paul says. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices. 
Think about what that means. Think about what a sacrifice is. Think about what sacrifices were in the Old Testament. Right? They took the best of what they had, the, the first and the best, no blemishes. They took that and they killed it. They offered it. They cut it up into pieces. They did certain things with parts of it and they, they offered it up to the Lord. Right? That's what a sacrifice was. Right? They took it and they killed it. And the shedding of that blood was a sacrifice that God desired back in the Old Testament. Paul urges us to present ourselves as a sacrifice, as a living sacrifice. Right? Paul, Paul said in another place that he had to, he said, I have to crucify my flesh daily. Right? Even Paul had weaknesses. Right? There's not a single Christian in the world that has ever not made a mistake. It's going to happen. God, Jesus tells us, John tells us in 1 John that Jesus is faithful and just to forgive our sins. He says if we say we have no sin, we're a liar. But he says if we do sin, we should repent. And Jesus is faithful and just to forgive those sins. Right? He says that. But we are to offer our bodies, Paul's, Paul asks us, because of God's mercy, because of what God has done for us, not to get anything from God. Don't mess that up, right? Not to, not to get anything, but because of what Jesus has done, because of the devotion that he showed to us, we should show devotion to him. Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. One version says this is the least you can do because of what he's done for you. The least you can do. Not the most, the least. The least you can do is to live your life for him. Right? Brother Terry, he's had, he said that line a, a million times, I bet. If Jesus has done this for me, then I want to live my life for him. Right? That should be everyone's thought. Right? We should all think that way. Because of what Jesus has done for us, we should be trying to live like the Bible says we should live. Like he says we should live. That is our spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right? We have to change things. Right? God changes us. But we have to continue. That We have to make sure that we're thinking on the things of God as we continue on. Because, I mean, if you it ain't hard to, to see in our world where your thoughts can get pulled everywhere but on God. Right? What are, what are we devoted to? What are you, I mean, if you just can look at your own life, think of what you're devoted to every day. What do you spend your time on? Every day, you spend your time on something. Right? I go to work. We work all day. We lay block all day. I come home. In the summertime, we do hay sometimes. 
Other times I sit at the house and watch TV, play games on my phone, go to ball games, right? But I'm telling you right now, I don't devote enough time to God like I should. That's just a fact, right? I know that and I try to do things about that, but I don't devote enough time to God. And if everybody's honest with themselves, most people don't. Because we get caught up in our worlds. We get caught up in inside everything that's going on in our lives. We have spouses and we have children and we have relatives. We have cousins and father-in-laws and mother-in-laws and, you know, all kinds of stuff. We have, it, it's, it's, it's a, Thousands of things that will pull you in every direction unless you focus and devote a certain amount of time every day to God. There needs to be a certain amount of your time every day that you devote to God. Right? Because we want to be transformed. We want our minds to be renewed. So that we will be, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Right? God will show us his will. He tells us about it in the scriptures. He, we know how to find his will. Right? We also have to go out and do it. Just knowing it is not enough. You have to take action. You have to do things. You have to go be a Christian. Believing is a action word. It's a it's a verb. It's not it's not something that you just can say. If you use it as just a noun, as a word that means I believe, right? James tells us that demons believe, tremble. Our belief is an action word that shows that we have faith in Christ. Our belief should, should have evidence of, of that belief. Our life should have evidence of that belief, right? Jesus said, "If you don't, a, a tree that doesn't produce fruit is cut down, thrown in the fire. You are known by your fruits. If you're producing fruit, that's evidence, right? It's not. It's not something that'll get you anything." But because of what Jesus did in our, our following of him, then your life should produce fruit. Over in the same chapter, chapter 12, we'll skip over to verse 9. There's a whole bunch in this, in this chapter right here that you need to study and read on your own sometime. I'm not reading it all. Tonight, but I want to touch on just a few verses. Right? Verse 9 Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another among yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Right? Yeah. Remember, it's not to get anything, but you still should be serving the Lord. It's it's your the least you can do. Yeah. 
Right? Don't don't look at it as you're trying to earn anything, because you're not. Right? You can't earn anything. But it doesn't take away the fact that you should be working for Jesus. You should be doing what the Bible says to do. You should be living your life. In in First Peter, just shortly after that verse I read, he says, basically living your life in such a way that even though the, the Gentiles persecute you, the people outside of the faith persecute you, even though they persecute you, they're going to see your good works and glorify God when he comes to visit them. Right? We are to live our lives in such a way that there's no question that we're a Christian. That only happens through devotion. That only happens to making what God has for us the most important thing in our life. Right? you got to set aside time. you have to set aside sometimes money. Right? Sometimes we have to, even when we're supposed to, tithe. Right? That's supposed to come off the top. If you read in the Old Testament when, when God was telling the Israelites what to do, he said the first one that drops is mine. Right? That's the one you get to the Lord. If you wanted, and then there's, there, it's really weird, but in Leviticus there, there's all kinds of, if you want to trade it in on, you want to redeem one and give a different one, but if you're trying to, if you're trying to mess up, then they're both going to be gods. Right? If you're trying to get, make, get over on God, if you're trying to give him a bad one, you keep the good one, then they're both going to be his. It's in there. I promise. It's a, it's kind of funny. Right? But it, it's there. Right? You do, God has devoted his very best to us. He wants our devoted very best back to him. All the time. He doesn't want our leftovers or our secondhand stuff. He wants our very best. Always. Time is not the only way you can devote things, you can show that devotion to God, but it is probably one of the biggest ways to show or have that devotion to God is making time for Him in your everyday life. Prayer, right? Making time to pray. A lot of times we get so busy that I know know I've been there where I've forgotten to pray when I would normally pray, right? But just everything's so busy or we're gone to Nashville or we're gone to a ball game somewhere. I mean, they're all over the place. Everything's going and going and then you go to bed and you're thinking, I I ain't even praying today. What's, you know, but if you're used to praying every day, then you're going to miss that. Because that time you devoted to God to pray, right, is a time that He's going to speak to you. He's going to, the Holy Spirit's going to show you things. The Holy Spirit's going to work on you and, and use that time, right, to help you. And, and if, you're, if you're in the habit of doing that, you're going to miss that prayer time when you forget it. It's going to happen. We live busy lives, right? Everybody, most everybody does. Sometimes you get to retire and you're not, life's not as busy, but you can still find things to do, I promise you. Right? My mom's retired now. 
look, God, don't go over there unless you want to get to doing something. Because I'm telling you, she'll have about a million things for you to do. There'll be something. She's always too, she's like, I ain't got time. I've got to do this. I've got to do this. But she's retired, right? That's, I'm hearing that that's the way that works. But be devoted, right? Think about what devotion is. It's not just a scripture, set of scripture verses and a little bit of writing in a daily. Those I love the Bible daily devotional deals. They're good. But that's not all devotion is. Devotion is, is actually kind of a lifestyle that we have to live. We have to have a devotion to God. And we need to have that every day. Thank you.